Selamat datang and welcome once again to Doses of Malaysian Stories. Hi, I'm Diana, a local Malaysian tour guide. Today, I am going to talk a little bit about myself. I'm Malaysian, so I'm part of the Doses of Malaysian Stories. I just like to take all of y'all back to the year 2020, which is a game changer for everybody in the world because it changes the way that we look at life, we work, and we even change the way that we look at ourselves. But 2020, even now in 2021, this one and a half years has been my most expensive year, expanding myself, and also the year that I was the most depressed last year when I fell into such a deep rabbit hole. But as I aggressively went into learning as much as I can to try to adapt to the new changing environment, I became a learner-holic addicted to learning. So I named myself a learner-holic. Uncover skills that were buried in me simultaneously i pick up new skills so there was this time when i had a short relaxation and i was searching through youtube movies i came across this one that caught my attention the title of this youtube was the human spider returns to the patronus tower so that caught my attention anything that relates to malaysia when i clicked onto that video was showing this man alan robert climbing the twin towers in the year 2009 and the introduction music already got me very very hyper. I was holding on to my seat while I watched the video showing how he climbed all the way from the base to the top of the tower and the whole video was so gripping it was still dark at about 6 30 in the morning. Imagine using just his bare hands and a pair of climbing shoes no other equipment that he used and he climbed like a spider so watching him on that movie going ah got me so tense up that i was literally having one hand on my heart and the other hand on my mouth with my eyes wide open and just feeling so stressed watching him but of course knowing the outcome that he finally made it but that still doesn't deny me that kind of emotions that was welling up people on the ground were already having their dslr cameras shooting his feet gosh that was really really amazing and when he was interviewed at the end of it why did he do this he says climbing to him is just like eating, sleeping, breathing to us. Just his passion is all in him. So as the mo movie progresses, I saw him going up right to the top at the ball of the Twin Towers. That's where he waved the Malaysian flag. I felt so, so proud of him at that moment. And I thought he would stop there. No, he didn't. He continued his climb up to the pinnacles, the spire, and he went all the way up. The height is 452 meters above ground level. That makes up 1,483 feet. Gosh, that was really scary. Well, 
my dear listeners, that was the emotion depicted in me when I watched the YouTube on the Spider-Man. So what is so special about the Twin Towers that caught the attention of this Spider-Man? The fact that it was the tallest tower in the world, that caught his attention. The Twin Towers was completed in 1996 and in 1997, the Spider-Man Alain made his first attempt to climb the Twin Towers. He didn't apply for a permit. He was stopped at level 60 by the authorities. Then in 2007, 10 years after his first attempt, and he said to himself, this is the 10th year anniversary of my first attempt and I'm coming back. And he did. He made the same mistake. He didn't apply for a permit. And again, he was stopped by the authorities at level 60. So both attempts, he did not make it to the summit. I guess inside him, there is this unfulfilled wish for him to reach the summit. He came back in 2009, his third attempt, and he made it. What is so special about the Petronas Twin Towers? During the original plan, there was no indication that the then Prof Prime Minister wanted to make the Twin Towers the tallest tower in the world. But through a series of discussions and some little alterations here and there, and the addition of a dome and a pinnacle spire that goes straight up to the sky, it overtook the Sears Tower in Chicago. The International Council on Tall Buildings and Urban Habitat finally decided Yes, the Twin Towers, which comprises two towers, would be the tallest tower in the world, and the Sears Tower was pushed into the third place. Over in US, were not happy. When they discovered that the Spears was already 33 feet above the roof of the Sears Tower, there was a joke that goes, why don't we jack up the roof of the Sears Tower so that we can still be the tallest tower in the world. But of course, that was just a joke. But nevertheless, when the Twin Towers became known as the tallest tower in the world, uh, there was a lot of global attention and uh, got the interest of a movie director where he filmed movie Entrapment starring Catherine Sira jones and Sean Connery. I watched that movie when it was premiered in 1999 at the Petronas Philharmonic Orchestra Hall. This is one of the facilities that is available in the Petronas Twin Towers. And the Philharmonic Orchestra Hall is a very beautiful, acoustically acclaimed venue where they run concerts, cultural events, and things like that. So if you have an opportunity to be here and like concerts, check out the Philharmonic Orchestra Hall. The design of the Twin Towers was a localized Malaysian design where the the floor plate of the Petronas Twin Towers featured Islamic geometric designs with two interlocking squares, eight-pointed star. And Islam is the official religion here in Malaysia with about 65 to probably 70% of our population who are Muslims. So each of the tower is 88 stories high. Tower 1 and Tower 2 are being built by two different construction companies. Tower 1 was done by the Japanese Hazama Corporation, while Tower 2 by the Korean Samsung C&T. The whole tower is owned by our national petroleum company, Petronas, hence the name Petronas Twin Towers. Right at the top, where Elaine Robes reached the pinnacle too, for normal people like us, there's no way that we can do that kind of feat. But we still have the opportunity to see the view that Ellen saw from the top. Towers is open up to the public on their 86th floor with observation deck. You could purchase a ticket online 
and that ticket also includes a visit to the Sky Bridge. It's right in the middle at level 41 and 42. Yes, it's a double-decker Sky Bridge, but only 41 is open to the public because level 42 is a passageway for the tenants of both the tower to commute from one tower to the next. So 41 is the level open for visits. And what is unique about the Sky Bridge that connects both the towers, this Sky Bridge is not fully I repeat, it's not fully attached to both the towers because Samsung, which got the tender to attach this sky bridge to both the towers, has given a small allowance for it to have some movements. Right at the top at 170 meters above uh, street level, the wind movements there are very, very strong. So they have to allow for the uh, sky bridge to have a slight movement. If it's too tight, it will break from the towers. That would really be dangerous. If you're a visitor to Kuala Lumpur and if you have not even seen the Twin Towers or you have not even gone near to the Twin Towers, my dear listeners, you have really not touched Kuala Lumpur. The Twin Towers is an office building. You are not allowed to go inside to just explore. No, 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 that's not allowed unless you have got business transactions. But within the vicinity of the Twin Towers, there is this a six level shopping mall that you could walk about, just like any shopping mall that you probably can find in your own city. And outside the Twin Towers, there's also this beautiful park, which is called the KLCC Park. And you will love this park if you are one person who enjoys nature, who enjoys jogging, or if you just want to be among trees and the sounds of nature this is one part that you really must enjoy and from the park you see a beautiful fountain that dances to the rhythms of the music and you can only witness that in the evenings around about 8 30 so if you want to have a nice view to enjoy the rhythm of the fountains come back to the wind towers in the evening or you could actually just make a trip in the evening have a meal there there are plenty of restaurants in the mall and there are even theaters if you want to hang out there you could literally spend a whole day at the twin towers that's why the whole area which is a mixed development area the twin towers is the anchor because there's also a mosque and and for the convenience of the public, there is also an underground passageway to train station. So my dear listeners, there's still plenty more about the Twin Towers that I would love to be sharing with you in the upcoming episodes. There's just so much that I want to share. I hope you've enjoyed this episode and feel free to share this episode with your friends and I really look forward to connect with you. Before I finish this episode, I just like to throw a challenge. Would any one of you be able, just looking at the identical Twin Towers, would it be possible for you to identify which is tower one that was built by the Japanese Hazama Corporation and which is Tower 2 built by the Korean Samsung. If you are able to find the answer to that, let me know. Connect with me. You can email me at dosesofmalaysianstories at gmail.com or alternatively, join my Facebook group under the same name, Doses of Malaysian Stories and tell me the answer if you have, are able to identify. I look forward to hear from you and to catch up with you in two weeks time on my next episode. So, Salamat Tinggal once again and bye!